Hello, everybody, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm your host, John. And we're heading back into the library. Indeed we are. Been forever, it feels like. Oh, it's been, oh, for me, it's been maybe five years since I've been to a library. Five years? Well, yeah, I mean, sure, we have a public library, but I haven't gone since I started college, and I graduated college about a year and a half ago. So yeah, about five years. Oh, dang. Dude, I've been to a library. Like, uh, when was I last at a library? Whenever I last went, like, I remember it too. Like, I went, I was looking around, and I wanted to stay there, because I knew that they had a, a manga section, and, like, the the library near me has, like, a growing manga section for whatever reason. But, uh, I actually went with Nick. And we ended up getting a DVD. <laughs> it was a. Uh, it was actually the first time I watched the Purge movie, the first one. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, but anyways, uh, the topic we're here to discuss is not libraries. We're just heading into it. Uh, we are here to touch on the books that we either never read whenever we were younger, or uh, revisit books and. Today, we are reading a book that we have never read. Although, if I remember correctly, Brad, you have seen the movies. Correct. I've seen the entire movie series of Lord of the Rings, as well as the Hobbit movies. But I have never read the books. Mainly just never had the time to do it, nor really the interest to read them until, because, like, well, I watched the movies. <laughs> I've done everything. Yeah, having the time, like... These books are he. I wish I had the time that I did back in like my freshman year of high school. I could read like the like the entire Fellowship trilogy in like a week, I think, give or take. Yeah. But um, no, we we both read uh, the first chapter though, and how how this is gonna work is we're each gonna read on our own times and basically report back. This is kind of like a book club where we just you know say what we liked about the chapter say what we didn't like how we think the story's going uh brad here will spout out some spoilers somewhat but he's not gonna go too heavy and of course yeah unless i ask him because it's it's mostly gonna be my reaction because guess what it's 2021 and i haven't seen lord of the rings or read the books i have i have read the first uh well besides the chapter i read uh earlier um of the of the fellowship because we're starting with the fellowship uh i had read half of the first chapter of the hobbit and that is it (laughs) that is my connection to lord of the rings and i have played shadow of mordor beat it and i played shadow of war which are non-canon and don't really have any impact to the story. Yeah. Well, they mention well, they mention history back to the story. Most of what goes on there and the history tells about is non-canon. Yeah, but it's still like you know, I at least know who Sauron is now. Before, whenever you said his name, I'm just like, who the and like I, I knew who Gandalf was because like of the memes, like. <laughs> Yes, the tidy whitey memes. Oh, like the meme where it's like on YouTube where he's just like bopping his head. <laughs> that too. Anyways, um anyway, we're getting off topic. Yeah, here. we're getting off topic. Anyway, regarding the first chapter, it was a nice quiet intro to the series. 
actually made the whole party and after seem like it that it actually happened a lot faster. Because in the movie, everything kind of happened at once. But according to the books, the party there's like been several weeks after the party before Frodo began his journey. And movie, however, the party happened, and then maybe a day or two later, like Frodo Frodo set off on his journey. I I kind of agree that it was a good start. Um, it took me a little bit to get into it, as you know, Brad, because uh, I don't yeah, know. yeah, I was having a hard time reading it. Not because I'm a slow reader, but just because like they were going on and on about. I get it that it's world building, like the lore. You know, you got to explain who the hobbits are and all that. But like, by the way, some of the hobbits' names are hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> and like whatever the one dude like Saxville. Saxville bagginess. That's yeah. hilarious. Whenever the one dude, um, what was his name? Um, Goodfeet or Goodfoot? Yeah, Proudfeet. Proud, Proudfoot. Proud he just put his feet up and they, it describes that his were the hairiest. <laughs> that, that was funny. I'm like, yes, yes, your feet are the hairiest. Now please put them down. Well, no, he, he, he wasn't saying it about that. He, he was like, because he was just like, Proudfoot, um, proud feet. Yes, and yes, it's just yes, like, um, yes, of course. Proudfoot. <laughs> yeah. Also, something interesting is that the books actually explain more of the relationship Frodo had with Bilbo. In the movie, it just mentioned that, oh, they're related, and he's like certainly his nephew and heir, but never really actually talked about how they how close the bond between them is. So that was a nice touch. Also, I had no idea that Frodo's parents had drowned. I'm kind of wondering how they did that, like, because the book didn't even explain, like, oh, they drowned. Like, but they it, it, it's but it's speculation, remember? Like, they kept on saying, well, where it is, they drowned. Wait, I guess yeah, we don't know how, yet. How they drowned, whatnot. But yeah. Still interesting. But... Anyways, something I'm, it's like, no, another part that I found interesting that the movies had to where Sam and Frodo were, like, the best of friends, with Sam always calling Frodo Master Frodo. But, so, for first chapter, there's, like, no relationship at all. For, to me, it's, like, the closest hobbit that Frodo knows is Mary. And Mary was more, was one of the more silly hobbits, along with his, I think, brother or cousin. At least, I think it was Mary that always got into trouble with his brother. It could be a mistake. I, I couldn't tell you. Uh... <laughs> no, you can't tell me. You haven't seen the series. Yeah, I, I kind of like Bilbo's, like, motive not motive but like his whole like presence where like he's this carefree type of guy and like you can definitely tell that like you're coming off of like more context right like the hobbit obviously happened before this but like oh, oh yeah his presence actually is a stark difference from how it used to be well i won't spoil the the hobbit series for you but Compared to that, this is actually a big difference in his character. They keep on, like, doing callbacks, it seems. I, I assume they're callbacks, because, like, with the fireworks. Um, they are. I, I, I saw the fireworks, and, like, whenever it got to the dragon, I was just like, wait a minute. Didn't the trailer of The Hobbit have a dragon in it? Wasn't that, like, yes. Smog or something? Yes, that would be Smog. The pretty much last dragon or whatever. Like, at least according to the movies, like, he's small like, the last dragon to, they know of that exists until he's killed. Yeah, and, like, Bilbo was kept on saying, like, yeah, it's gonna be a joke. Like, the fireworks are gonna be, like, a joke. 
And I'm just like, oh, he sh- I guess he's just referencing, like, the entire Hobbit. Yeah, eh, not the entirety, but yeah. Well, he said he didn't, he didn't finish the book, though. I remember. Yeah, the book he was writing, he never actually finished. He always said he was going to, but still never did. Yeah. And presumably that's the Hobbit. Uh, it's like, yeah, basically the book he's writing is the the his, his uh, journey, the Hobbit story, like, basically... Sure, sure, there's going to be certain things cut out as he has to keep his secrets, as well as his friends' secrets, but for the most part, it's just their journey. Yeah, but one of the things that I found really interesting is that um, my, my like, whole thing with Lord of the Rings, obviously, are the games, and, like, he, whenever Bilbo, like, was told, you know, put the ring down, obviously I know what the ring is, and... Because, you know, in Shadow of Mordor, and Shadow of War, in Shadow of War, they make a ring. And in Shadow of Mordor, um, like, you learn about the rings through, like, the extra unlockables. And I know that, like, you know... The rings of power. Yeah, the rings of power, and, like, Bilbo has, like, the one ring to rule them all. Because, uh, I don't know how he got it, like... He keeps on saying that, like, something Gollum. I don't know anything about that. But, like, I know it's important, and I know, like, the influence that it can have on you. Yes. Three rings for the Evan Lords under the sky. Seven for the Dwarf Lords in their halls of stone. Nine for mortal men doomed to die. And one for the Dark Lord in his dark throne. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all in the darkness bind them. In the land of Mordor, where the shadows lie. Okay, don't don't do that. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. We don't need that type of exposition. Fine, but so that just main part just pretty much influences why that ring is so important. Because that's Sauron's ring. And yeah. the ring's ability is that it basically enhances the owner as well as grants them a limited form of immortality. Well wasn't the weren't the rings made by um Caleb Yes, yeah, the rings were made by the Second Age Elven King Celebrimbor. He was the he was the greatest uh, craftsman in all the Second Age. And when and, like while he was making it, Sauron came to him and was just like, "Make one more." Yes, yeah, so, like Sauron's one who influenced him to make the rings to begin with, and then in Second Age, we influenced him to make that final ring, which Sauron placed the enchantments on it to be able to rule and control all the other reigns for the people who wore them and whatnot. Okay. And that's also why Sauron's the one who can actually use the ring correctly. Anyone else who has the ring is, is like, who has the ring, like, will slowly get corrupted by it. There's, like, there's a reason why Bilbo is, why only, by in the series, only Bilbo and Frodo have had the ring without any repercussions. Because... Hobbits, by nature, are very innocent and naive people, so it's hard to corrupt them. It's like, but it's like, but as shown in the, in the first chapter, the end. Bilbo was was starting to get corrupted by the ring. He was starting at just like Gollum, calling it my precious. In fact, it was so hard for him to finally give up and keep and keep and leave it alone, because the ring whispers to you in your mind, drawing you to to use it, to wear it, to embrace it. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, because the ring itself is somewhat sentient. It has so much of Sauron's essence into it. Yeah, it's kind of like, like uh, kind of like K 
Okay, the Brimbor's ring, like whenever you make it in Shadow of War, he puts his life essence into it. Essentially, yes, essentially the same thing. That's why Sauron's trapped in the other way and he needs his ring back because so much of his power and essence is in that ring. The rest of him is trapped in that, I don't know, I don't know, realm, dimension. I never really read, I never really read the book, so I don't know where, what he's trapped in. I'm hoping the book will explain what he's trapped in since the movies never did. I always assume that he's like trapped in like the spirit world or whatever. He doesn't have a physical body unless the ring's brought to him and has and someone wears a ring so he can like possess their body or something something like that. Yeah. But Cause, um Yeah, because the ring when you wear it, it turns you invisible to other people, but really it's more like your body kinda go to the spirit to like the spirit world or whatever. You can still interact with the physical world. But you can't be seen or smelled. Your presence is felt. The only sign that you're there is that, is that since you're still, you can still touch things. So the ground will still show your stuff marks, and like you'll like hit leaves and twigs stuff as you walk. But otherwise, your presence is completely gone. Is I was actually mentioned in the Hobbit where the smog couldn't smell. He's like, I can't smell you. I can't see you, but I can hear you, little thief. Or something oh, like that's that. Because he could hear Bilbo like walk like running down the gold and whatnot. So I'm wondering, like I'm guessing the next chapter is gonna like start the the fellowship's journey uh towards Mordor. No, no, that's not gonna happen to much later. Oh really? The fellowship Oh yeah, the fel I'm guessing at least not for like another two, maybe four more chapters. That's when that's yeah. gonna kick off. Because they still gotta first, they're gonna leave the Shire for some reason, then get attacked, whatnot, and uh, what another. Okay. I won't spoil things, and then because it's the book series, it's probably gonna have more explaining and stuff involved before they finally set off on their journey. So that's why I said it's probably another four chapters before they finally set off on their journey. Okay, so we might have to double up because I, I want to get to like the start of the journey already. Yeah, that's not gonna happen for a while, my friend. Yeah. But, uh, no, I've, I've liked what I've seen so far. Um, Gandalf was pretty funny. He, he, like, had a little joke, too, uh, where, like, uh, Frodo was, like, closing the door because, you know, Bilbo left on his, you know, self-discovery or what have it. Not self-discovery, but, like, he just wanted to be away from people. Yeah, his, his like, final journey because, like, he was kind of sick of being people since he's 111 years old. Yeah, which is very old for a Hobbit. It's yeah. like, and it's like, and reason why is because, like I said before, the ring grants you limited immortality. While you possess the ring, you retain your you you'll retain your youth and vitality for the most part. But eventually, you'll become like Gollum, toward a mockery of, of what you are. Yeah, I like, got, yeah, I got that. Thing is, though, you can still be killed. Like, you can still got get your head cut off or dad whatever like that and die but it's just that otherwise you'll live okay that's all limited immortality okay so um my my favorite part from gandalf as i was saying uh was whenever frodo um he told mary i think it was like Shut the door and lock it, and don't let anyone in. Not even if they have a battering ram. 
And then Gandalf walks up, and it's just <laughs> like, Oh, really? Uh, Frodo Baggins, if you do not open up, <laughs> then I will blast it down with my spells. <laughs> and Frodo's just like, Oh, Mr. Gandalf, no, hold, hold on a minute, wait. <laughs> please, please, come in. Uh, that was hilarious. <laughs> and I, I feel like it was Gandalf just kind of, kind of doing a jest, rather than oh. actually meaning it. Um, uh, it's hard to tell Gandalf. A lot of times he's joking, but other times he means like it's like it seems a joke, but then it turns out oh he was being serious. I don't. I don't think he'd blow down the door though. Maybe not. Maybe not blow it down, but he he probably knows some magic spell to make it be unlocked. Yeah. Gandalf is, Gandalf is old. I don't know how old he is, but he's like really old. I heard from uh from Ryan that like Gandalf is basically a god or whatever. I don't know how true that is. No, 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 no. Like basically, he's one of the chosen by the god. Like the oh, he's like a whatnot. champion. Yeah, the gods wanna. They each have their champions, which are the wizards. They're identified by color. You got Saruman the White, Gandalf I, I, the Grey. I don't need to know all of them. I'm guessing. Whatnot. I'm guessing they'll yeah. be explained. Yeah, I think they're called like the Ishtari or something like that. But uh, yeah, essentially they're like immortal or something like that. Like they can be killed, but like they can just live for a really long time unless they choose to finally die, and then they can like appoint someone to be their successor. I think. I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> Feels like it's kind of like the um in Code Geass where the different um the different seas can like pick their successor and bestow a Geass. And like usually their um the condition is that you kill the person that gave you your power. Exactly. Nope. Not exactly, but uh it's like derived yeah. from it. Well, like the code Geass obviously probably stole some notes and changed it. Yeah, like I would tell you something, but it'd be spoilers, so I'll so you'll find out later. Yeah, we don't want to go too heavy on the spoilers right now. But if you want to say something, then you can say it. But other than that, like it was a pretty good chapter. Um, you know, uh, Frodo joking about putting on the ring and Gandalf getting serious. Is yeah, probably yeah, a, uh, a warning for things to come too, because I think he puts on the ring later. Well, I'm assuming he does. You'd be right, and which is is a bad thing. Yeah. Since since the ring sent to Sar to to Sauron, when you wear the ring, Sauron is aware of your is aware of is aware of where the ring's at and who's who's holding it. He's like he doesn't know exactly location, but he's get he gets a general idea of like where the thing's at and whatnot. Yeah, and now uh, here's here's a question that's not really spoilery. Um, I know that like the land is like um I don't know the world's name, but I know that like you know Middle Earth. Middle Earth? Okay. Uh, but like so the Shire that they're in. That's mm -hmm. not in Mordor, right? Correct. Mordor is, like, far away or something, right? Yes, Mordor is its, like, own place. It's basically the Shadowlands 
a barren okay. wasteland that's ruled by the Orts and where Sar to where Sa Sauron's uh citadel is in a sense. Okay. Uh, that's good to know. So like they have like different provinces, right? Is there yeah. like are there, there are like borders yeah, to like, separate? Yeah, there's like an elven forest and whatnot. There's the city of there's the nation of Gondor, city of Gondor, whatever. And there's the then there's like the pl the plains of Rohan. Uh, d then there's the dwarven mountains and mines and whatnot, and like the other other place of humans and whatnot. But yeah, there's like, there's different areas like this like this area is owned by the these kind of people and whatnot. Okay. So like typical fantasy stuff. Yeah, typical fantasy stuff. Like there's there's a map like I know there's a map of like the whole Middle Earth and everything, but I don't know all the details of that. Yeah. I could probably I could probably look it up if I wanted to, but eh. Yeah, I could probably look it up too. Um, uh, no, can't can't really say much of anything else more about chapter one. Yeah, because it was really just introducing Bilbo, like his relationship with Frodo, and some of the other people. It was mostly gossip, like. Oh yeah. Like fifteen, a good fifteen pages were just like them gossiping about like Bilbo's entire family and like the suspicious wow. journey he went on and like the strange people that were coming to his house. Yeah, and it's like and how he seems to have like an like unending amount of wealth and whatnot. Yeah, which I don't know yeah. about that. Yeah, like I'm pretty sure he doesn't. Like I think part of the reason why he left because he has no more riches. Because I'm pretty sure in the book it states that well, there's a bunch of like furniture and stuff. There's no jewels or jewels or riches to be left in the house, so I think that I think Bill, one of the reasons why Bilbo left was because he ran out of money. Like there wasn't anything left besides some of the furniture and like items in his house. Otherwise, there's like no more jewels or gold or anything left left there. I don't think that's the case because he had a, he left a will to uh to Frodo. Yeah, it's like yeah, he left him the bags in his like home. It left him all like the stuff inside, but. There's a part of that that Frodo says, like, it has all these, like, wondrous items and whatnot, but there's no, but he says, like, but there's no riches or jewels to be found. Mm. That's what I'm saying, that there's no actual money there, it's just there's a bunch of, like, I, like, items he could probably sell for money and whatnot. Probably, yeah. I still love the, still love some of their names. Saxville Bagginess. Yeah. It's not like Proudfoot, uh, is that Tom Goffet or something like that? Yeah, I know you're talking about the the Hobbit that was like 130. Yeah, that died. Yeah, Hugo Brace Skirtle, <laughs> Milo Bertle, Milo Bertle's Aura Baggins. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyways, uh, that should do it for this session. Uh. I guess tune in next week uh, to see these two idiots read Lord of the Rings for the first time. Tune in next week. I'll see you next time.